Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What are you a fast food super fan of? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Bradley, why are we asking people what fast food super fan thing they what? Hi. As a, are you okay? I don't know. Are you know. having a stroke? As a spin-off know. from the Mexican pizza story, I read a piece over on the takeout dot com uh, by an aggrieved reporter fan who is apoplectic about how the Mexican pizza musical went down. Regardless, it led me to think about the following question, which you've already stated. What are you a fast food super fan of? And I bet you can guess. We'll get to it. Oh, go ahead. The caca patata, patata caca. Maybe, That's maybe I'm a big fan of that. The, the, the uh, Arby's now defunct. The Arby's, defunct potato cake. The, the, the uh, decrepit. Uh, anyway, so um, Rima Parik over at the Takeout wrote this piece: Taco Bell's Mexican Pizza TikTok musical is a vast conspiracy against me specifically. <laughs> and it's just a great read about somebody who's like a fan of something and was like, "Hi, I was fully on NPR talking about this story, and uh, they're not. Where's my like musical? Where's my starring role? Right? So it was just a fun read, but it just got me thinking about all the things we get super fanned about, and then other people like show up for, it and you're like. You are not a real fan. You are just the kind of fan that shows up when everybody else shows up. You're like, oh, I love that thing, too. Oh, yeah, I did that once. No, you're not a real fan. And I I feel that way frequently and have throughout my entire life. I feel like the world shows up to all the things I love and steals them from me. And then I can't enjoy them anymore because they've gone, you know, like... They've gone uh, Hollywood, and I just, I'll never get my enjoyment back. And then I go away <laughs> aggrieved and find something else to be obsessed with that nobody else knows about. Thank you. This was all about me, Colleen. <laughs> Do you want to go to the phones and find out what, Absolutely. what Jackie is a super fan yeah, of? Yeah, what's Jackie a super aggressive fan for? What are you a, an aggressive fan for, Jackie? Oh, I love those Taco Bell nacho fries. Oh, tell me that why you're a deep track. Yeah, tell me why you're a, a super fan of the taco fries. I just, I mean, they, they're not there all the time. It's not like every time it's kind of a specialty item on their menu. And I could eat them every single meal, every single day. I don't know what it is about them. There's the spices on them, and then you dip it in some melted cheese, and it's just got everything for everybody. Interesting. Jackie, I, again, that's a deep track. I'm impressed. I had no idea. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you Thanks, for Jackie. sharing your super fandom. See, this is the, yep. 
this is exactly why we're asking this question, because I know there are things out there that people are like obsessed with. And, um, you know, unlike Jackie, they might not even want to share because they don't want everybody else to steal their, you know, they don't want to run on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I would have at one point said the Mexican pizza uh, at Taco Bell. Another one that I would have said that Taco Bell also took away the Cholito. Yeah. Don't at me with the Mexi melt business. I don't, I can't, because then there's a cheeserito. Yeah, I can't keep them all straight. But what I know is I haven't been to Taco Bell in 100 years. If I were going to pick another thing at Taco Bell to be a super fan, although that's not my super fandom, Mm -hmm. but my favorite other thing at Taco Bell is the Nachos Bel Grande. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Because it's just got all the things. It's Bel Grande. Yeah. Um, So, Bradley, what are you a fast food super fan of? Uh, The Burger King chicken sandwich, please and thank you. Uh, Add cheese and extra mayo. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. That I would I would write a musical to that sandwich. I would too. Also, can I just tell you in 651-641-1071, are you a, a fast food super fan of something? And Colleen will uh, tell us about her patata cacas. Obviously. In just a moment, but um those are potato cakes mm-hmm. and uh but it's Swedish. Uh no, cacas patats. What is no. the Swedish for potato? Let me work on Kartoffel? that. You? That's okay. German. Okay, you keep talking about your stuff and I'll find potato in Swedish. Uh, I'm going to talk about my stuff. And my stuff is the Burger King chicken sandwich. Yeah. Not not like the grilled chicken sandwich. Not like a crispy uh, whole breast of chicken sandwich. I'm talking about the like formed patty that is deep fried chicken sandwich. Mm. And I wanted to tell you mm-hmm. that when I was on... My most recent cruise experience uh-huh. on Viking mm-hmm. in their buffet on Ooh. the Viking Octantis, which is an expedition ship. Don't get me started. They had a chicken sandwich that tasted just like the Burger King chicken sandwich. What? Stop it. I was losing my ever loving mind. Jamie got it and I tried it and I was like, that is the Burger King chicken sandwich. In the buffet? So you could their, have an unlimited... Yeah, every day. Oof. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. eat it every day. But, um, okay, what is uh, Arby's potato cakes in Swedish? Potatis. That's potato. Potatis. Hold on. You know what? Let me do potato cake. Let's see if we can get the full entire experience. I would imagine it's some version of caca, right? Cause it's oh. In... oh, ready? Yeah. Potatis torta. Oh, potatis torta. Yeah. Why is it Swedish? Because I'm Swedish? Patatis torta. Yeah, there it is. Patatis torta. Patatis torta. It's not caca. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, Bradley Trainer, I have tasted other versions of the potato cake. And? None of them compare. No. To what Arby's used to So that's offer what me. you would write a musical. Maybe you should. Get it on TikTok. Uh, the problem is... Dolly I, Parton might do it. This is the thing. I actually, when Doja Cat tried to be like, I brought the Mexican pizza back, I was like, we need a person. We need somebody. To champion? We, yes. And it can't... I mean, I'm not a big enough deal. I'm not a deal. I'm not. I'm not. So We need to find a Doja Cat. We need to find a Dolly Parton. Yeah, but honey, here's the difference. Don't you just think Doja Cat, like... Taco Bell's people came to Doja Cat's people and said, here's free money. But I'm wondering if we did the reverse. Like, Arby's doesn't have 
they're visibility. I mean, they're not Taco Belling. They're not. You know what I mean? <laughs> they got like, the meats, man. Not, they got the meats, but they're not doing this. Like they could, they have an opportunity. So if we could find that person who is a fanatic of the potato cake somewhere in popular culture, who's hot right now, who can then go to Arby's and say, "Listen, do you see what Doja Cat did for?" Taco Bell and the Mexican pizza. Did you know they have a, I can uh, be that for you. a petition for the potato cakes? Okay. we That's our petition. Actually, you know, I haven't checked that in a long time. I got to see how that thing is doing. I, I got to see what my people are up to. Uh, and I'm going to do that in the break. But when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley, trainer, what if I told you that the hair... The lock of hair that belonged once to Marilyn Monroe that was gifted to Kim Kardashian is not real. What if I told you that? What if I told you that? And I'm going to tell you that when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Bradley Trainer, what if I told you that that lock of hair that was gifted... To Kim Kardashian by Ripley's Believe It or Not that was supposedly had belonged to Marilyn Monroe was actually totally fake. What if I told what? you that? On the Colleen and Bradley show, I know. My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Okay, so you're going to have to go on a journey. It's a long journey. There's a lot Good. of individuals. To do right now. Good. There's a lot of individuals that are involved in this journey. And at the end of the journey, we may arrive at a whole different place. But it starts here. As you recall, Bradley Trainer. On the fateful night that Kim Kardashian allegedly uh, tried on the dress that once belonged to Marilyn Monroe that she wore when she serenaded the president of the United States, John F. Kennedy. Happy birthday, Mr. Mr. President. When she tried that dress on at the Ripley's Believe It or Not location in Orlando, Florida, she was gifted a Tiffany box of and like a capsule of some sort that contained a lock of hair from Marilyn Monroe. Kind of creepy. Um, like literally, that's a, nasty. A lock of hair. That like also, it's just gross and creepy and weird. Why would you give her Marilyn Monroe's hair? It is a weird, weird story. Anyway, continue. Well, um, why they shared on Ripley? Ripley's shared on their, um social media that this was gifted to hold on. I got to remember who see, there's so many names in the story um, that, that this was gifted to them as part of their Marilyn Monroe collection. Okay. uh, That came from Robert champion. Okay. Okay. So this is what Ripley says, we got this lock of hair from Robert champion belongs to Marilyn Monroe. It's part of the whole dress experience. Here you go. Kim, take her hair. They're also in the dressing room. She was in there also was some, um, some displays of locks of hair of Marilyn Monroe. So they have more than one. Okay. So start there. Like gross. Also, where did these people get all this hair? Well, I know that's a good question. So here's what had happened. Apparently, there is a huge fan slash Marilyn Monroe historian okay. that goes by the name of, because it's their name, uh, <laughs> I know, Scott Fortner. Okay. And Scott Fortner not only 
told us that this probably was not an authentic piece of Marilyn Monroe's hair, but also provided the actual literal receipts. Okay. So here's how it goes. So Robert Champion is the person that Ripley said gifted them the lock of hair that belonged to Marilyn Monroe. Okay. On the night that she sang Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Weird. Okay. I did not know that. This is all news to me. Okay. So back up the truck. The thing is this. Robert Champion was not the person who did her hair that evening. He's also a hairstylist or was a hairstylist. But that is not the person who styled Marilyn Monroe's hair that evening. The person who styled Marilyn Monroe's hair that evening is a person by the name of Kenneth Battelle. And not only do we know that Kenneth Battelle was the one who did her hair that evening, there is actually an actual receipt from the salon where Marilyn Monroe had her hair done that evening. Okay. And that salon, and it has the date on it and the whole nine yards. That salon is the salon where Mr. Battelle worked. Okay. So, so they're saying that, ergo, that the hair they have at Ripley's is not Marilyn's that's hair. That's not, or at least it's not the hair from that date. Okay. And remember I said I'm going to take you on a journey. We might get spit out in a whole different place. Okay. Ripley's says, no, it's all good, everybody. Don't worry about it. We actually have four samples of Marilyn Monroe's hair. It's going to get gross here for a second, Bradley. The hair has been authenticated and truly is Marilyn's. This, according to John Retznikoff, who's one of the most, get this, respected and trusted experts in the field of... Celebrity death hair? Hair collecting! Yeah. That's a thing. I'm not surprised in the least, and I'm terribly fascinated and creepily so. I admit that it's not probably appropriate to say that out loud but i would love to watch this man's docuseries on netflix please right like how does he come across all this celebrity here but that said like it's got to be incredibly hard to authenticate because while you can maybe have some like chain of custody documentation like this hair was witnessed to be taken on this date by this person blah 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 sure okay but other than that how could you ever prove such a thing other than dna testing which i don't know that they would have had the wherewithal to protect the the integrity of the DNA in 1962 or whatever. Right. Or that about. John Retznikoff has the proper tools with which to also do that. for like, it's just for what? Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's just hair is a weird. It's like, well, we've got Marilyn Monroe's uh, toenail clippings. Does that, do we need that? No. Do, do we, we really yeah. want that you, hair? I guess weird. I understand it's such Especially an, for some, yeah, iconic like uh, like her. From a personal connection, I mean, hair art was like a th- like death hair yep. art or whatever they call it, yep. where they would take uh, dead people's hair and mm-hmm. turn it into artwork and mm-hmm. hang it on a wall. In fact, if you go to what's that hotel Saint in James Red Wing? Hotel. Saint James Hotel. I was walking through the hallway mm-hmm. and there was some like funerary hair art it, it, hanging it, on a wall and I was like well that belonged to somebody I think it's weird to us but it definitely had be, has been a thing in the past yeah there's like, like a Victorian a whole, thing yep, there's a line of jewelry called mourning jewelry oh yeah, yeah 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 which is where it's a way to display the hair of a loved one that's passed on and I get it it's a material piece of that person that you can hold on to but just the notion of, life. of like Ripley's believe it or not gifting Kim Kardashian a lock of Marilyn Monroe's hair, it just seems so absurd. 
and gross and weird. I don't know why. Is it because it's Kim Kardashian? Is it because it's Ripley's Believe It or Not? For me, part of it is that they only have four. And they gave one of them to Kim Kardashian. Well, they also let her allegedly put that dress on her body, risking the integrity of it and changing the provenance of the dress. Or at least changing the, the, well, you put it into words. Well, it used to be the dress that was last worn by Marilyn Monroe. It has not been washed, and we know that. Now it's the dress that was worn by Marilyn Monroe and then was last worn by Kim Kardashian. That's awful. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, it does. It and, sullies it. And they to do, me. they do this thing where they're like, well, the estate of Marilyn Monroe has approved of this. They said they were just fine with it. Do you know why? Because the estate of Marilyn Monroe is a company. It's not yeah. people. It's yeah. not like Marilyn Monroe's offspring, which by the way, she didn't have. So mm-hmm. it's not like there's a family connection to my understanding. It's owned by like, you know, uh, celebrities are us or yeah. celebrities were us. Yes. And now we own the rights to their namesake. Celebrities were us. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not the worst name. But you're right. It is owned so by It's just a, a money making outfit. So any, yes. uh, you know, attention for Marilyn is great because it's now selling the thing that the estate is making money off of mm-hmm. posters, movies, appearances. Mm-hmm you know, royalties, et cetera. It's yeah. That's why I think it grosses me out. Right. Is like she, she got to put her body into the dress that belonged last to Marilyn Monroe. And then they were like, as if that wasn't enough, they were like, also here's her hair. Have it by. And again, there are only, I don't know how many there are that exist in the world, but I know that Ripley's has had four. And that they were able to authenticate that that lock of hair that they gave Kim came from this person, Robert Champion. Blah, blah, blah. It may or may not have been fake. I still think it's gross. And I can't believe we're still talking about it. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid. After this on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We do love to tell you about them every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Nothing in the state of Florida. 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 And sometimes other places. Atlanta. Atlanta. Georgia. Not far from Florida. How true that is. Now, Bradley, I would like to uh, describe this for you before I start telling you about it. By telling you, you will have a lot of questions. Great. I am looking forward to having a lot of questions. I will have no answers. Oh, even better. So this story is actually best told to us in the way that it was mostly told by WSB-TV2 News. Um, April Barrow, she's... 40 years of age, she went to a Walmart at 6.30 a.m. on April 29th, and she was in search of a uh, product that is known as a prophylactic. Condoms, Rose. Condoms, condoms, condoms. 6.30 a.m., 
And our friend April Barrow needed some condoms. Okay. What happened next will change your life forever. And like I said, you will have lots of questions. And I will have no no answers. In search and pursuit of the prophylactics, April Barrow started cursing at employees and throwing things at them. Witnesses also report that she punched an employee. Oh. And then, and then, according to police, quote, a witness slash employee told police Barrow allegedly struck her multiple times in the arm with a closed fist. And witnesses reported to the police that Barrow took her clothes off and urinated on the floor. Um, What? That's nasty. I thought she just wanted condoms. Why? Why is she peeing on the floor? So she peed on the... Wait, 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 wait. She what was it because they were out of condoms? Because like maybe her date was like a hot date and she was like this is my one chance. Bradley, you will have a lot of questions. I will have no, no answers. answers. Okay. <laughs> because that's a great question. Uh, I need to know the know. answer to all of these questions. Because usually when we get a crazy stupid idiot story, there's somebody who's asking the why question. Yeah. And we get some sort of an answer. We get nothing. All we get is she goes to the Walmart 6.30 a.m. She's looking for the condoms. She starts punching and cursing out employees. And then disrobes. Why? And then urinates on the floor. Why? I have no answers. (laughs) So weird. Uh, Well, uh, also, you know, I will say we could have seen this coming just from a general perspective. And here's why. I mean, you just read the words. Searching for prophylactics at around 6.30 a.m. I just feel like, who does a condom run at 6.30 in the morning? Mm-mm. Only with- somebody who's going to pee on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody, or just somebody with a caffeine problem who is really all about safe sex. Right. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Sure. But man, you just know that early morning or late night Walmart visits are real Interesting. And you know the people who work at Walmart overnight are like, I have seen some things. Yeah. Yeah. And this is probably the least of them. Yeah. Uh, Police were able to then see what Barrow did inside the store when they reviewed the surveillance videos. Again, I don't get to see the surveillance videos. I don't get to ask any follow-up questions. Um, I do know that she was charged with two counts of simple battery, public indecency, and disorderly conduct. And that, friends, is the end of the story. You get nothing else. That is, you will leave this conversation feeling unsettled because you have questions and no, no answers. answers. Um, I am now changing my story because I, I just want to let you know I found an even better oh, fun. story. So okay, good. I was going to take you to Florida. I might take you there tomorrow. Thank you. So don't worry. We're still going to go. But I do actually just want to take us in a different direction, also in Florida. Okay, okay, we can still go to Florida. Okay, so now you can imagine, Colleen, that if you had a neighbor who had chickens, because it's possible even in Minneapolis that you do have a neighbor. I do actually have neighbor chickens. Um, Like right next to you? No, just like a few doors down. Okay, good. I didn't Um, even know they were there. Yeah, it's interesting because I'll be walking the dog and I'll be like, I I think those are chickens because you hear the... Uh, or whatever, you know, chicken noises they make. Anyway, uh, imagine you are one Christine Terman, 57. 
And you live in the Palm Haven Mobile Home Park in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mm-hmm. And you notice your neighbor's chicken in your backyard. Live chicken, not... Yeah. Okay, <laughs> not, not like, like a bucket of chicken. Not like golden plump. No. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, fixing to be. No. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think any chickens were hurt in the, in the reporting of this story. A uh, neighbor's chicken was in her backyard and walked up on her patio. Oh. And did what chickens do so well. Laid an egg. Pooped. Oh. The chicken pooped on her back patio. <laughs> that did not sit with Christine well. Okay. Right? So that's when she was like, yeah, I am not happy with Lawrence Stenzel due to his chicken pooping on my back patio. So she did the next best thing which earned her crazy, stupid, idiot status. Would you like to guess what Christine Terman, 57, did upon seeing her neighbor's chicken poop on her patio? (laughs) She went over to her neighbor's house and pooped on her patio. No, but you're not far off. Okay, she laid an egg on her neighbor's... No, that would be a feat. Uh, of accomplishment no instead she did the next best thing she went into her bathroom and retrieved a bucket a bucket of what you ask bucket of what i ask of pp why did she have a bucket of pp in her bathroom i don't know but she took that bucket of pp from her bathroom walked out onto the back patio and threw the bucket of pp on her neighbor. Uh-uh. Yeah, the bucket struck her neighbor in the face, causing him pain. And uh, he was wet and smelling of pee-pee when no. police officers oh. arrived. They did uh, arrest Ms. Turman, but they, too, had the very question that you had, Colleen. Why, why did she have a bucket of pee in her bathroom? The arrest report does not indicate why she had a bucket of waste at the ready. Now, apparently, she reportedly admitted that her actions uh, were inappropriate and accepted, uh, you know, response, responsibility, response, (laughs) peability. And uh, she was arrested. It is weird to think that she just had a bucket of pee sitting in her ready. You kind of wonder if she had been like saving up. For just this kind of moment, like the chicken had done this and before. The next time a chicken poops on my deck, I'll tell you what I do. Poops on my bed, I'm, <laughs> or poops on my back patio, I'm gonna pee pee all over the place. Why wouldn't she just have pooped though? That's what I'm saying. You know, poop well, about maybe, a fair play. You know, we've we've always we've always said it's not easy to conjure up on demand. Yeah. So maybe she just didn't have anything stored up. I'm just saying, in the privacy of your own uh, mobile home potty, you'd think mm-hmm. you'd be able to work out, you know, some. Revenge. Revenge. <laughs> revenge poo. <laughs> I've heard of revenge porn, but what never revenge, revenge poo. poo. Oh my gosh. Anyway, she was arrested. That's a new one. I have that's a weird that one. That is also, a weird one. A chicken pooping on your patio? Big I mean Big whoop. I don't know. I'd be like, just give me some eggs. You should see my car right now. The birds have had a time Ugh. with that thing. Oof. All right. I thanks. have pollen all over mine. Oh gosh. Don't even oh, get me started. I, I try to drive with the windows Oof. down and I'm sneezing. No, it's just, it's that's a time. Uh, time to move on. It is. We're going to Waverly, New York. Oh, okay, great. We're going to meet Edna Jane Hallett. She's 83 years young. And she visited the, um, the Chimung Canal Trust Company Bank. 
at 10.38 a.m. Okay. And, well, this might actually shock you a little bit, but then 83-year-old Edna Jane Hallett held up the bank. Oh, my God. An 83-year-old woman mm-hmm. held up the bank? She robbed the Chimung Canal. I, I might be saying it wrong. I don't know how to say it. Canal Trust Company Bank. Um, But that's not what makes her a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah, well, I mean, robbing a bank seems pretty... It's that's garden variety. Garden variety I mean, sure, stupid. But her age is a question. I mean, it's kind that's of unusual. Impressive. It's unusual. Um, but what made her a crazy, stupid idiot is the fact that, and we've heard this one before, she had not arranged for a getaway vehicle. Okay, the eighty-three-year-old woman robs the bank, but yep. forgot to call the Uber. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you know what she used as a getaway vehicle? <sighs> A city bike? Nope. Mm-mm. Roller skates? Nope. Her own legs. She walked away. She took the money from the bank <laughs> and was found just a few blocks walking away, pockets full of cash, just making her way downtown. Making her way downtown. Exactly. Um, so. I mean, I guess that's actually kind of a good disguise, right? Like nobody would yeah. expect the 83 year old woman to be the bank robber. Yeah. Um. So it might have taken a while before they. No, it was an old lady, and they were like, "Oh my gosh." Yeah. Like nobody's gonna suspect the old lady, but there she was, just waddling down Pennsylvania Avenue with all kinds of monies from the bank. Uh, they were able to find her and arrest her. And now she'll be doing life behind bars. Oh my God, don't say I'm that. Just kidding. Oh. She's not. I know. But that would be kind of a crappy way to, like, I don't know, enjoy the rest of your 80s, like in prison for bank robbery. Do we know why she was moved to rob a bank? Like, did I'm guessing she was out she of money. She had like a lot of medical bills or something. I mean, it's I tragic, know. but I don't know. No, I don't know, actually. Again, uh, another story where you will have questions and, and I will no have answers. No answers. Okay. Uh, she was charged with first degree robbery, which is a felony. Oh, yeah, she's going to be arraigned uh, at a later date, and uh, the investigation is ongoing. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. What are you saying? I don't know. What? I just feel bad for her. I mean, I feel bad for her, and I know I shouldn't feel bad for her because she's a criminal. Yeah. But, but wait, it's not every day that you see an 83 year old woman just walking away from the bank. bank. Yeah, without a ride. Like, lady. Must have been her first I, that's time. That's a series I would watch, though. So, uh, ID channel. Yeah, get on If you're it. listening. Uh, oldsters who... Uh, Rob Banks? Who crime. Yeah. Crimey Oldsters, Crimey I think. Oldsters. <laughs> <laughs> that's the working title. We'll workshop it. Don't worry about it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for us to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. Live! We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071.